welcome to the Mom Owned and Operated Podcast, the podcast about moms and for moms, where we have candid conversations about running a business, raising a family, and remembering ourselves. I'm your host, Rita Suzanne, a single mom of four, digital strategist, and provider of no-nonsense business strategies and tactics. Hi, this is Mom Owned and Operated. I'm Rita Suzanne, and today we have my friend Melissa with us. Hey, Melissa. Hello. Tell us a little bit about you, your family, and your business. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Rita, for having me today. Um, And thank you, everybody, for listening. I promise it'll be worth your while. (laughs) (laughs) I am a voice actor and the narrator of a short story sci-fi podcast called Untold Tales. So for all of you moms who are fellow nerds, (laughs) this will be interesting for you. Um, so yeah, I'm a, uh, an electrical engineer turned voice actor. So mm-hmm. um, that's basically where I am in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And your family? Well, I actually got married when I was 40 years old, 40 years young mm-hmm. and, uh, to my husband for the, my first marriage. And I had my first, my first and only daughter. Mm-hmm. I, I really would like another one, but I'm, really? 40, but I'm 47 and it's like, ah! right but that's a lot to do at 47 a lot it's a lot but um so I have a a almost five-year-old daughter now her name is Indy and we live in Phoenix Arizona oh you're so lucky because it's so warm Uh, yeah most of the year it's actually a little too warm I'm gonna be honest oh yeah I know I know but (laughs) so as I mentioned I lived in uh, California for 15 years and I just loved it I loved it so much because I could go hiking every day but the thing is is that if you don't go early in the morning Oh, you're going to regret your life. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's totally. horrible. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like either in the morning or at night, otherwise stay inside. Why and- is everything for moms in the morning? Like we need our sleep. Like right. I need to sleep. And yet everything that, you know, needs to happen is like between four and seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> you know, I'm sleeping. I am sleeping. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. It's always, everybody's like, Oh, get up earlier and do all the things I can't, I can't do it. I'm not going to do no. it people. No. But, um, okay. So as I mentioned, I am so curious, what is a voiceover actor? Voice. Well, actually it's interesting you say it that way because, um, This is a discussion within the voice acting community, which is actually an acting community. That's also a big um, controversy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So they call it voice acting or voiceover artist or voice acting. It's there's no standard term for the craft, but it is acting. And basically voiceover is any voice that you hear without a body attached to it. Mm -hmm. That's a voiceover. Like audiobooks and, and things like that? Yes. Audiobooks, um, whenever you watch YouTube and you hear somebody talking, but you don't see their mouth moving, mm-hmm. that's a voiceover. Any mm-hmm. transportation, when you hear announcements on transportation, any commercial you hear on the radio, like if you think about it, you hear voiceovers probably every 30 seconds all day right. long. Right. You know, and, and half the time, one of the interesting things about this profession is that basically you're anonymous most of the time nobody knows who you are and you know the voice of all of the alexas siri all of right. those things cartoon every cartoon your kid watches mm-hmm. is a voiceover mm-hmm. 
It's a voice actor. So you don't realize how much performances touch your life, like on a minute by minute basis, they determine what you're going to buy, Mm -hmm. what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, you know, what you're going to watch on Netflix. Like it's amazing. It's true. I mean, even, um, even for audiobooks to go back to that a little bit, if I buy an audiobook and the person reading it is boring or sounds computerish. I don't, I'm not going to finish it. I'm definitely, yep. I'm not even probably going to get through the first chapter yep. because it's boring. I usually like to, I like them when it's the actual author because they know the emphasis and they know, um, they know, but I've had some other ones that are pretty good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's surprising because sometimes the author isn't the best person to perform their work, depending like, mm-hmm. I know this one woman, she published a book and she did her audiobook and she said it was important to her to be in her own voice because she's Latina okay. and her voice, you know, her audio connected. Exactly. Yeah. But for instance, the author that I work with, the, uh, with the untold tales podcast, mm-hmm. he is a retired, he's done everything. Like he's been a fighter pilot. He's been an engineer. He's been a cartoonist. Like he did everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's awesome. he, yeah, he's amazing, but he's his voice. He's like, please, you would not listen to me for more than two seconds. Mm-hmm. So because um, it's like, like gravelly or just not appealing, well, just, you know, as a, maybe a voice like this, <laughs> you don't want to listen to it for an, you know, like a half an hour for an hour. Oh, right? no, you couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exaggerating. But I'm just saying like some voices lend themselves better, like mm-hmm. they're maybe more chocolatey smooth delicious Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) to listen to I know one of my one of my guests yesterday she had the most like um relaxing cute little voice I was just like oh like I felt so soothed you know listening to her so relaxed so I could see how that would be so it's interesting because um I know somebody else who's a voiceover artist right and she um (laughs) And I just never really understood what she, what she offered and how it related to business. So, you know, it's like our type of business entrepreneur and what she was providing. Yeah. I love to hear your explanation of it because it actually (laughs) helps me understand how that would be important. Yeah. Well, you know, I have an S corporation, so I am Mm -hmm. a corporation. I file all the paperwork in Delaware Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, um, my company is Melissa Del Toro International. That's my mm-hmm. entity. Right. So just like I could offer services, I could hire people just like any other company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the services that I provide would be audio services. Right. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different places you can find work as a voice actor. A mm-hmm. lot of people will go to, you know, voices.com or pay to plays and, you know, they'll see, you know, I need a voiceover for mm-hmm. this little explainer video you know one minute explainer video and people understand the product I think but we as voice actors have to market ourselves we have to do you know all the direct marketing Mm -hmm. you have to do your demos and put them out there demos are basically an audio resume of what you can do so voice actors can work in commercials so you'd have a commercial demo they can work in animation so you'd have like Mm -hmm. an animation or a cartoon demo of all the voices you can do right Um, and one of the things that they want to see as an actor is breadth of character Mm. like what are all the different voices you can do can you do a tiny little voice or you know like can you do big voices or whatever and can you hold the performance in that voice Right. right 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 so um, you can do audiobooks like you had mentioned, um, and you would have an audiobook, you know, resume, 
audio mm -hmm. resume, which would be a demo. So there's a lot of different genres, video games, right? You, know, you name it, apps, you know, all the apps on your kids, Amazon Fire or their, you know, their tablet or whatever, mm -hmm. all of those, all of them have voiceovers. So it just... Wow, it's just such a massive industry that, you know, I think that we don't even think <laughs> about, yeah. Toys, everything wow. has a voice in it. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I because then it's, you know, you can break into whatever industry you really want, yeah, I guess, you know. Totally can. And then, uh, you know, just to, to wrap up the back end of the question, because I'm sure people are like, okay, well, fine. So you go out there, you email somebody, you get work. Well, then you have to do the work. You mm -hmm. have to invoice for the work. You have to record the work. You have to you pay taxes just like any other business. So right. it's basically running the operations, marketing, finance, accounting, everything mm -hmm. of a business. Yeah. Right? And, but, and then it's even more challenging because you have your daughter and all of these other responsibilities. So tell us like, what does one of your average days look like? <laughs> <sighs> well, I will tell you this, the inner game the mental game of entrepreneurship and starting your own business is much more important yes. than anything you actually do in a day. So it's more important what you believe what you can accomplish than the actual busy work of a day. Mm -hmm. So I will say it looks different for everyone. For us, I wake up when my body wakes up, like I don't put any pressure on myself like I did in corporate to get up at 6.30 and da da da, unless I have, you know, a podcast interview mm -hmm. or something like that, or, or a client, you know, um, recording or something like that. But usually I get up, do all the things, meals, dishes, everything like that. I'll throw right. some laundry in. Basically my day is timed around mm -hmm. the quiet times. Mm -hmm. Cause that's when I have to record. So I have a professional home studio that I built. That's, you know, it's 360 sound, treated mm -hmm. and I have my microphone that you could see if you're watching the the <laughs> video portion of this podcast and all the equipment um but in a day if I know I have to record I live under the flight path of Luke Air Force Base oh well no wonder you built your <laughs> studio <laughs> so so I have to think about they usually run drills starting mm -hmm. at about 11 o'clock and mm -hmm. Airplane noise in a recording, which I'm sure, Rita, you know, because you do recording right. for your living too. It leaves a low rumble noise that rips a hole through all the audio. So right. basically I have to record long recording like audiobooks, e-learning, you know, anything I have to do for a long time. I have to get my kid out of the house to grandma's or to with her dad. Yeah. And then I have to block out that time, shut off all the heaters, the air conditioning, any motors that are in the house, I have to shut them off. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine in Phoenix in the summer. You're in a dying. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like super cool it to like 50 degrees. Like I super cool it down and I shut off the air conditioning and then I start working. Yeah. And then you and start that, sweating. <laughs> and this is for everybody. There's no booth out there that's perfect. And I'm sure anybody who podcasts knows the feeling. So that's the answer to the question is that mm -hmm. I basically just, you know, work around the times that I need it to be quiet. And then I just right. adjust accordingly. And the most important thing I tell you as a mom is to always plan for the next day, the night before, mm -hmm. because then when you wake up, you know what you're doing. Right. So once everyone's asleep, even if you're in your bed at 
you know, 1130 p.m. with your phone, just type out what you have to do tomorrow. Or if you're more organized, you can use Asana or right. just make sure you know what's due, what's coming up. You know, and I also put things in there like if if my kid needs something, I also make sure to make it like into the calendar, too. That's a good idea. You know, because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. anything, anything you have to do makes it. Into so the you can be realistic <laughs> with your expectations of what you're actually going to accomplish for the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So is that part, uh, that's also part of like setting boundaries, which you said you're super good at with your clients, which I love because sometimes that's the hardest part is setting the boundaries with the client, right? Because you want to make them happy. You want the experience to be good. And so sometimes I can see boundaries going way out of line, but I feel like that's part of, you know, taking care of yourself as well. So this podcast is more about um, running a business, raising a family and remembering yourself. So with that in mind, what do you do or recommend in order to remember yourself? So I'm going to be honest. I mean, I always come last. Um, right. I'm not, I, I mean, I, I know that people who don't have kids say put, and I used to say put yourself first and, and it was true, but honestly, you do have to put yourself first in that you can't like fall apart because then mm-hmm. you can't take care of anyone. But mm-hmm. um, I would say setting boundaries with your clients is the most important thing with contracts. Like don't be afraid to make them sign a contract and give right. you some money before you even start working because that establishes that you're a professional, mm-hmm. that your time is valuable and that, you know, you have picked up this piece of time and set it aside for this person. Mm-hmm. And you want them to really respect that because right. when they don't, when they think you're just working all night long and all day, they'll just keep throwing things at you. So you say, I am taking this piece of very precious time and mm-hmm. giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is what I'm going to do. And I think that and that's easy. That's not that hard for them to acknowledge, you know, this is what we agree upon. Yeah. And also just telling them what it takes. So a lot of times people are surprised by the rate of voiceovers are like, that's so expensive. It's just a two minute video. Why does it Mm. cost so much money? And it's like, sometimes you have to educate, like if you're a photographer or if you're, you know, an editor, you have to say, okay. I have to do all the communications of the project. So that's part of the project. Mm -hmm. I have to upload and download your stuff. I have to record it and then I make mistakes and I have to Mm re-record it Mm -hmm. and have to send it back and forth. So actually two minutes may take an hour. Right. Right. And, and, you know, and because they want it to be perfect. So if you want it to be right, then it is going to take that detailed, you know, look at it. So Okay. So you have to do something for yourself, Melissa. I know you do. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So, um, well, I make sure to hydrate. That's the one Mm -hmm. thing I have to do because as a narrator, it's a very, um, surprisingly physical job. Well, you're speaking from your diaphragm, right? (laughs) You're just using saliva. It's just a lot of (laughs) just churning. Right. Um, so staying hydrated for sure, for sure. Um, my self care that I do is mental mostly mm-hmm. is like meditation is like, um, I do a lot of att- law of attraction and just, you know, visualizing and mm-hmm. really monitoring my, my mind and where my mind is going mm-hmm. and my attitude. Cause right. I think as moms, 
we our attitude establishes the attitude of everyone in the family. So if we're unhappy, mm-hmm. everybody's going to be, I don't know if this podcast is PG. <laughs> You're fine. I curse a lot. <laughs> totally bitchy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> totally bitchy. But if you, if you're giving out those stressed vibes to your kids, like, don't be surprised if they come back to you just with an attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Behavior. So I really try, like, whenever my daughter is sounding the alarm, I just stop and I'm like, okay, I can tell you need love right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So we shut everything off. We do whatever it is she needs. And it'll take like 10 minutes of my day, right. which is not ideal. But for myself, just monitoring my inner game mm-hmm. and making sure I eat all the meals. Right. Make sure I tell everybody what I need to tell them and I'm not holding emotions inside. Mm, like that's important with, too. Yeah. Like with my husband or with my clients or just like coming from a place of love, like, look, you know, like I'm a person too. And I have feelings, right? And you can't be treating me like that because I don't even treat people like that, you know? Right. Right. So. Yeah. I, I love that too, because that's important. I, I think that a lot of times people is moms will kind of internalize their feelings, especially, um, to those close around them. And then that can just lead to even more problems down the line. That's why I love journaling because it has helped me discover so much about myself and why I react to certain situations. And, you know, it also helps me with the goal setting and things like that. But I think it's, so important to do at least something for yourself. And like you said, sometimes in the moment is the best time because it's like, okay, I'm feeling stressed out. Let me go for a walk. Let me take five minutes to like go sit in my car. Let me do something, you know, for myself so that I can come back to you in a way that is the most healthy um, way. Yeah. I've done that to my daughter. I've said, I'm putting you in, I'm putting you in your room to protect you from me. Right. Because right. right now I feel out of control. Mm-hmm. I'm angry. I'm hungry. Right. Uh, and you know, I need a timeout, but I just I, need you I to go to your out. room so I can have my timeout. <laughs> right. And yeah. it's like, and it's also when we teach our kids that we need a timeout too, it sort of creates a safe space in our home mm-hmm. to have emotions. Like it's okay to cry. It's okay mm-hmm. to be angry with me. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be stressed. It's okay to be overly like right. crazy excited about something, you know, but like not everybody's in the same place at the same time. So right. um, I just always want her to feel like she can talk to me and mm-hmm. um, you know, like that's self-care too, for me to feel like my kid can talk to me. Right. Because I felt like when I was a kid, I, um, you know, I felt like my mom would uh, not my mom specifically, but um I felt like my feelings were being stifled a lot. You know, it's like, like, don't cry, right? Don't cry. Um, You be quiet and listen to what I'm saying, you know, versus less having a conversation and going back and forth with it. And, but like you, sometimes I get so angry. I'm just like, no, 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 go, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right. I'm going to blow up. (laughs) We'll come back to this in a half hour. Please leave me, you know, because I have four kids and they're preteens to teen. And so, you know, it's 10, 11, 12, 13. So, you know, they're in a very emotional state uh, sometimes. And especially now with them all being home. And then, you know, the lack of socialization is really, you know, because I'm like their friend, you know, (laughs) they want to come and tell me all the things that they would probably normally tell their friend about, you know. 
which I, I, I like, you know, I want them to feel that they can tell me anything, but it's also draining for me as well, you know? So, yeah, and you don't want to be ungrateful in their childhood because we only go through this. They're only one once, they're only two once, they're only 13 mm-hmm. right. once. And you don't want to miss that by being like right. a total, you know. <laughs> right. And, and or like, or like being so busy with work that you don't even experience life, which is why I feel like most moms always come last, you yeah. know, because we are just um, programmed to think that everybody else should come before us. And yeah. And that's not the case. Like we really do need to take care of ourselves as well. Even if it does mean the timeouts, you know, every morning I lock myself in my room for a straight hour. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I turn on my music and I'm like, I'm getting dressed. Leave me. (laughs) It's funny because I get so resentful with my, with my husband because he can leave the house and work or Mm -hmm. he can go close himself in the room and work and and it can be quiet for him for multiple hours. But then I think to myself, I built my business this way. Mm-hmm. Like I built this. So right. if I'm not happy with it, then Fix I it. need to look at myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not his fault that right. I built my business this way. Well, could- and men, they just, <laughs> they think about stuff in a totally different way. They don't feel that um, same drain as, as we do typically, right? Like yeah. they don't feel guilty. They don't have the dad guilt typically, you know, no, but they also <laughs> take care of the kids a lot differently. Like he'll, I'll go and he's sleeping right. and she's playing and I'm like, Who's right. taking How are you watching her? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. And like my kids, when they go to my ex-husband's house and I'm just like, you know, they, he just he's more fun than me, you know, like we're, we're responsible, we're the responsible ones, you know, and they get to be not always, but they, you know, get to be the fun one. Yeah. So that's so funny. I don't know if you watch cartoons, but I'm all about cartoons and there's this new cartoon called Bluey. Well, no, I, I haven't seen it. it. Okay. Maybe cause your kids are older, but it, it is totally like there was one episode where um, the dad went to the pool and he took the kids, you know, on a whim, let's go to the pool. And then the kids are saying, I'm hungry. Well, I didn't bring food. I'm thirsty. Well, I didn't bring any drinks, you know, and then right. the, mom, the mom shows up at the end with the drinks with and the all the things. Right. Right. Oh, she's boring, but we need her, you know, right. exactly. And, so. and, but I feel like too, like we are, you know, sometimes a disciplinarian, but also like the nurturer, you know, yeah. it's like, especially like for me, cause I'm single, you know, I have to be all the things for everybody all the time, which is, you know, it, it can be so exhausting. So what is, what has been like your biz- biggest challenge since you started your business? How long have you been in business? Oh, <laughs> so it's a really long and interesting story that I'm sure no one wants to hear. <laughs> but um, so I've been in business for six years. Mm-hmm. I started my business in New York City. Um, I was an electrical engineer and I was working in Manhattan in a big high rise, making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And um, I had my Jerry Maguire moment one day when, you know, yeah. one of the managers came to me and basically just straight up told me a bunch of lies in my face and I threw yeah. my notebook at him and left crying. <laughs> oh, so you, you did not get up and say who's coming with me. <laughs> I did not. I mean, I, it was pathetic. Cause I, I even had like the sweater trailing from the back of my clothes. Like I just wrapped it around my waist and yeah, it was so sad, but, um, but I've had my business for six years. I started it without a plan actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just like, I can't work for anybody right. anymore. I like I have my MBA, my electrical engineer, 
engineering degree. I have my project. Ma- and it's like everybody else is setting my value. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just looking forward, like, I'm never, I'm always going to be held down. Right. And I was like, that's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, I have so much more to offer. And I have so many more people I want to reach. And these people don't even appreciate cartoons. <laughs> right, right, right. I know. And I felt the same way. I'm like, I've hit a ceiling, like I'm not going anywhere else unless I get out of but I also wanted to spend time with my kids. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to be home with them. Yeah. Um, little did I know how much work it takes. But, um, you know, so I, I literally like took a leap just like you just said, you know, had been, I had been wanting to, but mm-hmm. I just didn't know. And I, you know, talk about this how do you sometimes. do it? Like, well, I, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, you know, exactly. you know, I. so I had to kind of, you know, just take baby steps and figure it out before I took the leap because I am a uh, control freak. So yeah. <laughs> you know, and probably a lot of people listening to this podcast are, you know, probably a lot like us where they want to have control over their life. They want to find a way to work for themselves without having to be guilty for working really right. hard. And then somebody says, oh, you were late five minutes. You right. Know, or like, having to ask to take your kid to the doctor, you know, yeah. like, heaven you know. help you. Right. And, and if you don't have any time off, like you're not getting paid for that, you know, yeah. these and certain like, things. I don't even understand how we're supposed to do two jobs simultaneously. Well, more than that, because right. having a significant other is a job too um yeah but i mean and anyway we could probably have a million hour conversation about that of course so um let me see oh my gosh i lost lost my train of thought well you were asking me how i start how long ago i started my business Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, because I was asking you how, what is like, what's been the biggest challenge that you faced since you started your business? Since I started my business. Well, the biggest challenge I have been facing is who do I serve? Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. Like that people ask me that, like any program that you buy right now, anybody mm-hmm. listening, any program you buy from a coach, the first thing they're going to ask you is who do you serve and how do you help? That's what they're going to ask you. And I, I have freaking no idea. Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, who do I serve and how do I help? Because much like probably everybody listening to this, I'm a very multi-passionate person. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things I could do to help. Right. You know? But so- the problem is I'm not I'm not a coach, but I am a designer and branding is my thing. And so yeah. um, far, part of it, it, the first thing is really finding out who your target audience is yeah. and I have a freebie about all about it and I'll link it below and then you and I can go over it after. I would love that. It's it's four (laughs) questions. And once you answer those questions, you'll be able to really um, hone in. I I think the results are better when you do it with somebody else so that they can actually really pull from you. Because a lot of times when you do it by yourself, you are just saying the cookie cutter answer that you think everybody wants to here. Well, everyone, I I hear everyone, everyone I talk to who like on these networking events, zoom networking, everyone's Mm -hmm. like, I serve everyone like insurance agents, they're insurance agents, whoever you'll send to me, I serve everyone. Well, 
okay. That but <laughs> so yeah, the problem is, is that and this is what I recommend is there's this thing called the power of one. And so when you define the power of one, which is the one person who is your target, then you're able to like really write your content to them, speak to you, find them online, right? And figure mm -hmm. out what they want, how the how you need to serve them, how you can meet and exceed their expectations by just targeting that one person. But that doesn't mean you're going to like throw everybody off. It's just that this is who my target is. And that's who I'm writing for. That's who I'm speaking to. That's who I want to bring into my business. Right. Well, let me ask you this, Rita, because maybe you can give some live quote unquote coaching mm -hmm. because <clears throat> so I am a voice actor and I have several different audiences that I work with because I am very much into female empowerment. So a lot of my content is based on empowering women to go mm -hmm. like what we're talking about right now, like go for it, like go after your dreams, carpe diem kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. But I also have my podcast, right. which is a sci-fi podcast, which is not everyone's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, would you recommend different, like when you post for the different things, you sort of like speak to the different audience or are you mm -hmm. just rooting out the female empowered sci-fi people? <laughs> it's really hard because, you know, it is two different audiences, but I mean, is it though? Because your sci-fi could be appealing to, like you said, some females are into that. Well, and so my audience is women. Yeah. So maybe you're speaking to the female, the female um, person who's into the sci-fi stuff, you yeah. know, but if it's a totally different audience, then I wouldn't, you know, you have to get a, to a different platform. Otherwise you seem like you're confused when yeah, you're posting true. and then they, they read it and they're like, what the hell is she yeah. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to follow my Instagram, you right. can totally DM me. <laughs> you know, so I, because I've seen people's feeds, like even people that I've followed for a long time. And then all of a sudden they start going off on tangents where they're totally different. And then they come back to their original thing. And then, then you know, they go mm -hmm. off and they come back and, and it just seems very like, they seem very confused, yeah, but right. you know, and right. so it just needs to be, you just really need to speak to that one person. And that one person could be the same person for the sci-fi and the client, right? So if you're multi-passionate, it doesn't mean you're confused. And if you're confused, it doesn't mean you're multi-passionate. <laughs> right. Like that's what I'm saying. When you, once you figure out who your person is, that yeah. they might have the same interest because I find it that a lot of times your person is you yeah. who, you know, who hasn't, you know, gotten to where you are right now. That's true. That's true. I heard it said once that your ideal client is you five years ago. Yeah. That's what and, I heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. It can't, they can be, and you know, obviously they can, you know, I have a lot of clients who are the similar, they're mostly health and well coaches and creators. Um, but that doesn't mean that's all of my clients haven't always fallen within those categories, mm -hmm. you know? So it doesn't mean I don't serve men, but mostly my clients have been females. Right. Wow. Yeah. We talked, we talked a lot. <laughs> I know. So, so anyways, we just branched off into a whole branding thing, but um, Melissa, tell everybody where they can find you online. Absolutely. Well, the best place to find me and all of my socials would be on my website at HTTPS. It's a secure website, mm -hmm. colon forward slash forward slash <laughs> www.melissadeltoro.com. 
That's Melissa with one L and two S's. Mm -hmm. Del Toro with one L and one R. (laughs) (laughs) Always get that. And I'll link it below. So, you know, people who are actually watching can um, go straight there. And then are you on social or you're on Instagram? I am. So the two places I'm most active are on um, Instagram and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I do also, I do also post to my Facebook, um, profile, business profile, but mm-hmm. Instagram is probably the place where you can get to know me the most intimately. So right. Yeah. Me. You know, different platforms, different content, but again, this speaks to the power of one and where your people are, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so, so much for stopping by. And I uh, loved getting to know you. Thank you so much. It was wonderful getting to know you and your audience. Thank you, Rita. And there you have it. I want to encourage you to remember that being a mom who runs her own business is not easy. We all struggle, but just keep moving forward and don't forget to make time for yourself. As moms, we are usually the first thing to go to the bottom of the list. If your business is overwhelming you and you need real solutions, not just some sugar-coated suggestions, apply to work with me at ritasuzanne.com slash apply.